Today on Locked On Rockies, lots of potential gold for the Rockies. Defenders, does it mean anything amidst a 100-loss season? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 18th day of October in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot. That's what we do around here is talk Rockies baseball each and every day right here on your favorite streaming services and, of course, the Locked on Rockies podcast YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can help the show by subscribing. Your subscription, best way to help the show. You just click that little button. You know when the videos go up. You can let me know what your thoughts are in the comments section about the Rockies and sometimes not a lot of upbeat and energy, but we get some upbeat and energy is there. You never know what you might find in the Locked On Rockies YouTube comment section. So check it out. Let me know what you're thinking about the Rockies and be sure to enjoy. Who am I? I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk. Been doing this for th- over three seasons now and been doing it uh, here on the Locked On Podcast Network for that same amount of time, but loving this team through the ups and downs all my life. <laughs> and uh, we're talking good news today on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Lots of love for the Rockies defenders as uh, multiple Gold Glove finalists. And I'm going to say a shot at winning them as well coming up here in uh, today's episode. We're also going to talk about the AL Pipeline all-rookie team and a potential snub there and potential snubs for the Rockies when it comes to the awards and just the overall importance of these awards because they're mostly kind of uh, hit or miss, a wishy-washy, but after the season the Rockies just had and as a team looking more towards the future, these awards are at least uh, something to keep your mind on a little bit more here this offseason than usual. Before we dive into everything today, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus or 200 in bonus bets, I should say. Guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. So the finalists were announced today uh, for the Gold Glove Awards here, and the Rockies got three of them. Third baseman Ryan McMahon, shortstop Ezekiel Tovar, and center fielder Brenton Doyle. Uh, let's let's kind of take the easy path here. If Brenton Doyle does not win, that's a massive problem. There is no outfield defender that was a better defensive player than Brenton Doyle this year. If you're going to go with gold glove and you're going to weigh the bat and you're going to do the factors and popularity and the Rockies, blah, blah, blah. That's one thing. But Brenton Doyle was just so much better <laughs> as, at, 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 as a defensive player than the next person on the list that that one has to be something that the Rockies, that has to be a slam dunk, no doubt about it. That can't even be an argument. Ryan McMahon, Ezekiel Tovar, probably a little bit more. I personally think Ryan McMahon should be really considered again. I think he's been someone that's been snubbed and is long overdue for this award as uh, the big thing here and still relevant to Rockies land. The Nolan Arenado gold glove streak will end, has come to an end. He is not a finalist this year, and that 10-year streak comes to an end and uh so a a bit of an eyebrow raiser there and, and a surprise I mean I know it's down here for the Cardinals and 
Not going to lie, I don't spend too much time following uh, the the performance of Nolan Arenado anymore. I've kind of moved on from that uh, ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend type mentality when it comes to Arenado. Outside of looking at the trades and the impact of the of the trade there in, in the long term. But it's a new crop. It's a new, and, and I'm sure everyone's got a, a, uh, a point to be made and, and a solid one, especially because Ryan McMahon uh, is going up against uh, some elite competition here when it comes to the, uh, the Gold Glove finalist. Austin Riley, Cabriant Hayes, both very, very good options, but uh, got some good stats here that from Rockies Club information on Twitter that that we'll be reading from here to, to give a little more context to some of these awards. And, and let's focus on Ryan McMahon's here. Ryan McMahon's 17 defensive runs saved were tied for the ninth most among all major leaguers, second most by any third baseman. His 2.1 defensive war was tied for the seventh best in the National League, while a 6.1 total defensive war since 2021 is the third highest in the majors. Dude's elite, man. Uh, Ryan McMahon, if he was a consistent offensive threat, would be so much more hyped up and so much more talked about in the world of baseball. The, I, I mean, I appre- it, it, it's it's there's a lot of layers and 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 convolution and and all sorts of things when you're looking at player analysis. But there's one thing you cannot doubt about Ryan McMahon: it's his ability to play defense. It's 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 still amazing. That after Arenado leaves, the Rockies are still treated to gold glove finalist defense. The Rockies haven't had a bad third baseman defensively in nearly a decade, other than Ailerice Montero's short time of playing third base this year. But that's a that's impressive. And McMahon amidst some struggles, amidst some errors, amidst some issues there last year and, and at points this year. He's someone that there, you can rely on. And it it is it is such a blessing. It is such a a a added asset to know that you have someone that can be as dominant on the corner as Ryan McMahon because those small plays, those bang-bang plays, those barehanded plays, the quick throws, the XYZ on tough plays making from the hot corner, you know and you feel confident in Ryan McMahon's ability to do so. And he ranks among, and and I what I really like about that stat there from, from Rockies Club information there was that it, it's it's not a focus on just in the National League. Ryan McMahon is a is a top 10 defender in all of baseball when you count in every single defender here on that list. I, I mean, again, I, I don't know. It's not going to be a down thing or a bad thing if McMahon doesn't uh, doesn't win. But it's it goes to show that uh, that that Ryan McMahon is uh, can uh, can is is a great 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 third baseman no matter what <laughs> and and I don't think it takes away um uh, anything from from Ryan McMahon's defensive abilities and, and and something that I think he continues to be a leader on this team so uh props there to to Ryan McMahon but I'm more thrilled I'm more encouraged by I think the Doyle one is obvious and here's a a nice stat here from uh Rockies Club information uh, again here on Brenton Doyle. Brenton Doyle led the majors with a 24.5 UZR. That's the ultimate zone rating from fan graphs. That's nearly doubling second place as Tatis Jr.'s 13.8 mark. He finished the lead this season with 19 defensive runs saved, the sixth most among all major leaguers, and the most among all center fielders and uh let's get the what the definition of that ultimate zone rating is 
because that is uh, a classic, uh, nice baseball advanced stat. Uh, the ultimate zone rating is the number of runs above or below average a fielder is in both range runs, outfield arm runs, double play runs, and air runs combined. So basically mashing together a bunch of defensive metrics and statistics there. And uh, Bretton Doyle succeeded in all of them. But I think the, the, uh, uh, the real eye-opener, the real uh, thing to be extra excited about for the Rockies when it comes to the gold glove, it's Ezekiel Tovar and his ability to, uh, and, and, and his stellar rookie season continuing to be reflected. And that leads in also to MLB Pipeline snubbed him. We got to talk about that coming up here on segment number two of today's episode of Locked on Rockies. But before we do that, FanDuel has you covered all October long. October baseball is back, and you can make your postseason with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join FanDuel today, and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're also on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can help the show grow by hitting that subscribe button and letting us know how you feel about the Colorado Rockies and your thoughts about the Colorado Rockies in the Locked On Rockies YouTube comment section. Let us know what's on your mind about the Rockies. And thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We really appreciate that. And all of you tuning in throughout the offseason here Unlocked on Rockies. Hey, if you're wondering from our first segment, why Nolan Jones, he was pretty darn good. Yeah, he was throwing people out left and right. He was an impressive arm. Why wasn't he a gold glove finalist? Well, our friend Skylar Timmons has this covered. Per Rawlings voting criteria, all infielders and outfielders must have played in the field for at least 698 total innings through his team's 138th game. Uh, by Skyler's math, Jones had roughly 655 innings, give or take, by the Rocks' 138th game on September 5th. So Nolan Jones, not eligible uh, in, to, to get it, but certainly would have been someone uh, qualified. Uh, I think certainly you could just just make yourself feel a little bit better, get, put the four gold glove candidates in there uh, on your on your mental mantle, <laughs> mental mantle, and uh, to make it make you feel better, but. Just because Nolan Jones didn't finish as a finalist for the gold glove means that we should be down on his defense. Same with the rest of these uh, guys. If they don't win the gold glove, it doesn't take anything away from their defense. It just kind of reminds us that, again, people don't watch the Rockies. That's at least my take. Uh, And the big big surprise and the big news and, and something that really just adds on for me, Ezekiel Tovar gets the gold glove finalist uh, nod as well. I don't think he'll make it. I don't think he will uh he will he will get the W considering that uh the the shortstop is is pretty loaded there, but uh man, he got to it's that's key. It's crucial. It's it's so important for me to see Tovar s- succeed like this because he just it just seems like 
what we've heard about him, what we've seen, how he's talked about in the clubhouse, how he's talked about by people, that maturity is there. And he is just, it just seems like this is just add on another layer to the legend of, the potential legend of Ezekiel Tovar. I mean, and, and that's, what, that's what we talked about all uh, leading into it. We, you know, we were, the bat was one thing. We, the, the whole focus going into the season and letting Ezekiel Tovar take over full-time as the shortstop at his age and at this stage was his defense is going to lead the way. And sure enough, his defense led the way. It is really a delight. It's a treat. The Rockies having two, half of the infield for the Colorado Rockies could be gold. And the awards might, you know, it's one thing or whatever. They're just awards. It's the Rockies still lose 100 games. There's all that. Yes, absolutely. But that's a good sign. These are good storylines for the Rockies. These are good, positive benchmarks. Win or lose, these players, three Rockies players, were in the top three in their position in their in their league, in the, in the National League, at least. And then when you can compare them to the other ones, you can broaden that conversation. If you believe that that Tovar was a better shortstop than the other than the other finalists, then you know more power to you. But it's going to be tough to beat Francisco Lindor and Dansby Swanson. <laughs> I think Tovar is probably just getting the nod here. But again, Tovar having the having a better year than we thought offensively. Tovar showing the maturity. Tovar being the elite defender. That is all gravy baby and we love 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 to see that i mean just just to see a continue and just for these guys to get the recognition honestly feels good too because i was looking at the uh, mlb pipeline and they did their first team and second team all rookie team and the only rocky to make the cut was nolan jones nolan jones Goes down as a uh, for it goes down on the first team, so feels pretty good. And uh, let's see who who wrote this article. Jim Callis uh, here writes about Nolan Jones, unable to find a job with the Guardians. Jones lofted 20 homers with the Rockies and topped the majors with 19 outfield assists in just 90 games. Stud city, but you you, you scroll through second team and you're wondering, hey, what's going on here? Don't, there's a shortstop that isn't Ezekiel Tovar. And the second team position goes to Anthony Volpe. Anthony Volpe uh, there uh, does get the the nod over Tovar. And I don't know. I'm just curious if if, if you all feel that's a snub. I didn't watch enough rock or, or Yankees baseball to to know enough about Anthony Volpe, but statistically, uh, there are are things that Volpe did in, uh, in more at or less at bats than than our friend Ezekiel. They uh, Volpe finishes with a three point two WAR, where Tovar finishes with a two point five uh, in his numbers. But when you look kind of across the line at Volpe's season this year. I don't know. I don't necessarily get blown away by it, especially when you're looking at the fact that Tovar uh, outperformed Volpe in terms of RBI, OBP, slugging, OPS, OPS plus, batting average, more hits. Only and 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 the, the big difference here: six more home runs for 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 Volpe, twenty four stolen bases. 
compared to Tovar's 11, but gold glove caliber defense mixed in with this batting line of 287, 408, 695 for Tovar. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the 253 batting average, 287 OBP, slugging a 408 and a 695 OPS. When I compare those two, <clears throat> I think I'm a little more impressed by Tovar. I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards the fact that this is a guy that uh, I think was a better contributor for for his team. I think if you're looking, again, at performance, Ezekiel Tovar overall, I think, was better and and and. Maybe it's the, I don't know what really dings him in terms of, I think it's the less home runs and, and stolen bases. That must be the the war factor between the difference between the two of them. But I don't think there's anything that he did to, to really set himself uh, apart. But this is what, uh, this is what uh, Callis writes here on, on the MLB Pipeline's 2023 All-Rookie Team. His six point, uh, oh, about Anthony Volpe, his 6.66, his .666 OPS doesn't jump off the page, but he became just the third rookie 2020 shortstop ever following Garcia Parra and Bobby Witt Jr. So that's, you know, 2020, very impressive. Obviously, that's a massive, massive deal. Uh, and uh, for, for some, that's a, a solid benchmark. But does just being a 2020 player outmatch a 15-11 player with gold glove defense? When you're looking overall, full, complete player. I think there's at least an argument to be made there. I think there's at least an argument to be made that Ezekiel Tovar was one of the best rookies in baseball this year. He wasn't as flashy. He wasn't on a good team. He's not in New York. And those things. But he's a gold glove finalist with a decent to solid bat line. 15 home runs, 11 stolen bases. I mean... That's a good line. An argument, at least, to be made. That's my thoughts, at least. And, and, and I don't know. Maybe I'm being too bullish on Tovar. Maybe I'm getting getting ahead of myself. Maybe I'm neglecting too much. But we just watched this really young guy come into the major leagues in a, in a situation where he needed to be a leader and needed to be someone to step up and, and handle a very important position, and he did so. He did so uh, in in being one of the best defenders at the position in the entire league. The top six, if you want to put them all together, at least according to Rawlings. With a decent batting line. Not a great batting line. We know it can be better. We know we want some more from, from, from the offense there. But I could I don't think it's impossible to put a 2020 season as a factor for Ezekiel Tovar. And maybe multiple. If he gets stronger, if he's able to add a little bit more power and add a little bit more pop, I don't think it's going to be all that crazy to think that 2020 is is something that not only Tovar could reach, but, but might be the norm. But as everything we talked about, as everything when we get excited and hyped up about the Rockies, especially this year, and, well, the end of this offseason and going into next year, it's the fact that we have to see the steps forward. But that doesn't mean that we can't not be excited. Amidst all of the, 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 the crap and the tough stretches and the bad baseball and the bad vibes and the bad mojo and the bad everything surrounding the Colorado Rockies, 
these awards and and show that there is something there. It's just can the Rockies capitalize on it? Can they get it consistently? And can they hang on to it? Let's talk about why these. I mean, that, that kind of leads into why these awards are important. And we'll dive into that coming up next here in today's episode of Locked on Rockies. But before we do that, folks, I'm rocking them right now. And you are going to be wanting to rock them all the time. They're bird dogs, folks. Literally my favorite pair of shorts that I've gotten in such a long time. They're so comfortable. They have great pockets. It's, it's a, I, I know it might sound weird, but when you have multiple pockets, including zipper pockets, they are just, it's just such a big deal for a guy like me, who's someone that's on the go all the time, constantly reaching in and out to go. To, to go. I need shorts that are able to fit great, feel great, and keep me dry and cool in the important regions. And bird dogs do all of that. They got the stretch khaki shorts. They fit slimmer and they look sculpted. I get some good looks from my fiance, and that feels good. Hearing good things about yourself and your cool shorts. So why not check them out? I'm wearing them right now, as you can see here. Bam on the camera. I got myself my bird dogs, and you can get bird dogs and a free water bottle when you head to birddogs.com/slash locked on MLB or enter the promo code locked on MLB at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every day. And if you want to stay up to date with all sorts of Colorado sports, Locked on Broncos, Avalanche, Nuggets, Buffs, podcasts, all available for you on the Locked on Podcast Network. So check it out. Don't miss out. Be part of the show. Find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel and let me know what you're thinking here on the Locked on Rockies podcast and about the Rockies. So all in all, there's there's plenty of context to put in with the uh, with the gold gloves and the awards and this, there's politics, there's brand, there's black, you know, there's all sorts of things. But for the Rockies and Rockies fans, this matters because amidst the worst season, there was solid play. You can neglect it all you want. You can and, and, and you can add the factors in, and you can and and all the disclaimers are true. The Rockies were a hundred and three loss team. Worst season in franchise history. Team that strikes out a lot. Team that can't do anything on offense. One of the worst pitching staffs in baseball. All of that is true. But you can't take away from the fact that Ryan McMahon continues to be an elite, one of the most elite defenders in baseball. And he's a Colorado Rocky. The Rockies had two rookies be finalists for the best defensive positions and, uh, uh, players in the National League. And in Doyle's case... Arguably, the entire league itself. I didn't read this stat in the last segment. I, I, I read him for the other two. Let's let's get Tovar's stat here from Rockies Club information. Ezekiel Tovar recorded a, a 9.88 fielding percentage, the best in Major League history for a rookie shortstop. The 22-year-old 16 outs above average, tied for eighth among all major leaguers, while his 13 defensive runs saved were fourth among shortstops. That matters. That stuff matters. 
These storylines matter. These stats matter because those are your guys. I mean, Ryan McMahon's one thing, but for Doyle and Tovar to be finalists, and Jones, who would have been a finalist if he was qualified via innings, those are rookies, man. Those are young guys. And, and especially Brenton Doyle. We weren't talking Brenton Doyle last year. We had no we had no factor. We had no idea. That's the that's a game-changing season. And now the bar's set that high. I mean, that's the thing about Brenton Doyle. The defense has to lead the way. Until we see that offense come, come not get even close to his defensive abilities, the defense has to has to lead the way for him. So now if this is the if this is the rookie season, what's next for these guys? If this is if this is first experience at the major league level, how can they get better? And how do they handle the league taking a whole offseason to adjust to them? I know it doesn't necessarily go straight into the uh the defensive side. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the offensive side and the wins and losses and everything like that. But this is this if this is going to be the standard. That's something to be excited by. That's something to feel encouraged by. That's something to look at this season when you're looking at and evaluating the Rockies and when you're looking at everything that has happened and all of the issues with the Rockies you can't deny that there was some greatness out there. And I'm not afraid to use that word. The defense from these players was great. The potential upside and value of these players is great. I think it's entirely possible that that a solid foundation is being built in Colorado. Now, again... Rose-colored glasses, I'm hyped up because of reward of awards. We saw what happened. We saw this team there. That's all good. That's important context to have. It's all fine and dandy. But I'm not going to take away from the fact that these guys were able to step up and make an immediate impact on the field for the Rockies this year. I feel better about the team with Tovar and Jones and Doyle in the lineup than I do about any of the other starting lineups that they that they ran out to start the year last year. And I hope that next year we're seeing the Rockies able to play the nine game, nine inning game, to learn from the second half of this season where they were playing five, six, seven innings of good ball until it all falls apart. While I don't think we should put all of this hope and faith and just say, whoa, just because we got some gold glove guys, the Rockies are fixed, all the problems are going to be solved. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there's more to this team. There's more to this club. There's more going on with the Rockies. And when they get recognized like this with gold gloves and MLB pipeline talking about them, even if it's 15, 20 words, that matters. That's a good thing for the Rockies. It steps in the right direction. Just how do you solve the other stuff that isn't trending in the right direction? Those are the bigger questions. Those are the bigger deals. Those are the things that are going to get in the way for the club 
and continue to make things a hassle for them. But going into next year, I feel nothing but confident about these young guys, especially about their defense. Brent Doyle's offense will still be hesitant about. And the steps forward that they all can take on offense, of course. But in a season and after a season where we were treated with so much bad, I'm not going to ignore the fact that this is good news for the Rockies. This is a good sign for the Rockies. The Rockies continuing to produce gold glove caliber defenders is a good sign for the Rockies to consist. I mean, now when you think about it, especially with Nola, uh, with with when with Aaron Otto's streak ending, all those years with the Rockies mixed in with Ryan McMahon. That's look at the streak there. So when we look for things that the Rockies do right, these are the things you look at. When you look for the things to be encouraged about by the Colorado Rockies, these awards and these recognitions are what you look at. Fact of the matter is, gold gloves aren't going to help you win championships. They're not going to help you get to the playoffs, and and, and they're not going to make you not lose 100 games, at least with the way the Rockies are constructed right now. But it does make you feel a heck of a lot better. It does make you feel confident. And it does, making you feel, it does make you feel good when you see the Rockies are being ranked and regarded amongst the top performers in baseball. Again, need I remind, let me remind you, Francisco and Lindor and Dansby Swanson are the two names above Ezekiel Tovar on the announcement of the finalists. Those are some pretty big names. Pretty important names. If I do say so myself, that's just, uh, it, it's just a, uh, it's just awesome, man. I mean, it, it really is. Today is a day for celebrating good Rockies play. And that's what we'll do. Shout outs to the Rockies gold glove finalists. Shout outs to Nolan Jones anyway. And shout outs to all of you for listening to today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Find us on your favorite streaming services. Find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Find us wherever you find podcasts. And like I mentioned, go check out the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Buffs, and Locked on Nuggets podcast for more Colorado sports coverage. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.